today is January 18th, 2022, and you are listening to A Fistful of Truth with me, your host, Delara Essengill. You can find A Fistful of Truth podcast on anchor.fm as well as Spotify. Coming up this week, you'll also be able to find A Fistful of Truth on Apple Podcasts and other public platforms that are also available currently listed on the anchor.fm Fistful of Truth portal. You can also find me on my blog at delaraessengill.blog. Be sure to sign up for the email on the blog and note that the blog address is delaraessengill.blog, not .com, B-L-O-G. So if you go to the blog and you scroll down, you can enter your email address towards the far lower right-hand corner. That ensures that you are staying in touch with me because I am very censored. It takes a long time to record these podcasts. Sometimes it's impossible to get blog articles up. You got to watch your wording, all sorts of things. But this is a fistful of truth, and that is how I stand. So if you want to stand with a fistful of truth and you want to keep getting information from the blog, you can set your preferences, but do make sure to enter your email address at delaraessengill.blog so that you can stay in touch should some tech censorship happen because we know what happened last year. And by the way, I did spend almost all of last year daily blogging. So if you're searching for an article or information, type into the search bar at the right side, not the one where you're entering your email address, but when you visit the blog, you can type into the search bar on the right side above the email address on the far right, any type of information you're seeking, Cannibalgate, Pedogate, Baphomet genetic manipulation, inversions, all these types of different things, including spiritual stuff too. There's, there's some good stuff on there. You can locate a bunch of different uh, articles, information. It'll pull everything up and you can share with others. There's articles for newbies. There's articles called the late awakening. So have fun, share and do your research. And please don't just use my side. Always look at other sources, but make sure your sources are reliable. There is a great conversation going on in the telegram group. You can join me there. The uh, podcast has the description links to the Telegram group as well as the channel, and I urge you to go over there. Join us for a great conversation. I want to shout out and thank you to the admins and friends of mine that are helping monitor and make sure that there is no disinformation and there's no uh, shilly, uh, wrong, you know, people that are basically trying to steer you down the wrong path. And we basically um, make sure that the content is very filtered in the group. In the meantime, I want to uh, apologize for not having the Monday Matters show up yesterday. You can locate that on Maria's channel, which is located in the podcast description to the Monday Matters show, which was uh, this week um, aired live on Maria Bernardis's channel. Thank you, Maria. So you can see us ladies live on Maria's channel, and you can also see them here on Spotify as soon as the video uploads. And that's why the uh, podcast was a little bit late on Monday Matters. It's on Tuesday, Tuesday today, carried over into Tuesday, folks. And that's why my voice is a little gone. We were live for two hours yesterday with Maria, flew by. And thank you for everybody who attended and viewed live that podcast, Monday Matters, where Maria and I cover weekly news from New York and California, because we were told by Q, watch California and watch New York. 
voter fraud in California is coming up. I know election fraud has been the dead horse that's disintegrated, but that's what it's going to take to wake up all these uh, normies. So stay tuned to us. We do this every Monday. I'm not sure if it'll be live every Monday, but you can find the uh, video podcast on Maria's channel as well as on Spotify. There is a video vlog on Spotify uploading right now. You'll be able to see us on Spotify. You can also hear the audio version only on anchor.fm. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday is Surviving the Storm with George Pittman. And George Pittman last week started an episode that is so valuable to all of us. Surviving the Storm with George's amazing experience. And George is an amazing person, human being, veteran, very talented, uh, very talented human being that I'm very grateful to have here on the show as well as in my life. And to call him a friend is my honor. So last week's episode was about home survival part one, and now we're going to move into home survival part two here on Surviving the Storm with George Pittman. Welcome, George. Just a little note before this podcast starts, I wanted to let you guys know, although I did preface this and I will again. I had a very hard time hearing George and I didn't want to keep stopping him because it was becoming a little frustrating for both of us due to the internet connections today. And I know that George is in a uh, very um, a snowy area where they're experiencing a lot of weather and he's also not in a, it's, it's a somewhat remote location. So please bear with this podcast. You're going to hear a lot of choppiness uh, going in and out when he's speaking. I apologize in advance. I am going to post it the way it is. And we are going to recap it next week. And also, I urge you to visit the blog post that I will be putting up later this evening uh, with the uh, Surviving the Storm Home Survival Part 2, which will be recapped again next week. And what has been missing in this podcast, if you couldn't hear it, you'll be able to uh, read the, uh, the notes and what was covered on the blog post. So my apologies again. There was nothing I could do. And um, here, here we go. Here is the uh, actual podcast with George Pittman. Thank you. Well, welcome, George. Hello. I hear some uh, folks connecting. This is our second time here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you keep talking a little bit so I can hear? Say something. <laughs> Anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> I think we're good. If there okay. is an interruption, if there is an interruption, I will. We'll just uh, cut it off where it cut off, and I'll I'll send you. Uh, we'll just start again. So we'll just keep keep going from wherever it cuts off. And if if you if you can't hear me at some point, I'm sorry to and uh, apologies to the audience in advance. Besides connectivity issues, there's the big problem of the big C censorship. So if you uh, if we do get cut off for some reason, just tell me or if you can't hear me. So this is a home survival part two in surviving the storm. Sounds good. Started, uh, I don't know about, uh, you know, all across the country, but several places have had uh, inclement weather. Uh, we had a pretty big uh, winter storm here and about a foot of snow. So I actually got to practice some of what I was preaching about <laughs> with, all the, with all the snow, the kept flickering. So 
I had a, you know, nice fire and a wood burning stove to heat the house and all that stuff and power went out. But, uh, at any rate, we, we got through, uh, what was it? Uh, food with two big ones. So now yes. we're flat or, or, you know, basically. And, and uh, you know, anybody that has a cell phone can use the flashlight on your cell phone, but draw it, uh, you know, depletes your battery. So you want, uh, you know, a good flashlight and extra batteries and all that kind of stuff. But I want to talk about some of the uh, nicer flashlights and some of the cheaper flashlights, out whatever you like. But, you know, I don't, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, and I'm not sponsored by anybody, but I'm just telling you that if you like cheap stuff and you don't mind that it's made in China, because some of the stuff is made in China anyway, uh, a good resource for cheap stuff, you can go to harborfreight.com and, but I mean, when you can go in and buy a flat, that's not a bad deal. <laughs> they have I do hear... I do hear they're having some supply. I have a friend who works over there and they're having some supply chain issues like everybody else's <laughs> go figure with all those cargo ships. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing. Um, thank you for mentioning that because according to zero hedge, uh, we're looking at the supply option of all, you know, of all time. So it's probably very, we're talking about you know preparing for events like yes. that because you want yes, to make sure you have enough enough of what you need on hand. Uh, so you know, think you know, prioritize what's most important for you and your family, and uh, you know, don't. And, and uh, uh, it, but you know, stuff with. But uh, a, a few of the things that I have, one of the things I really like, it's a little lantern, but it's got LED lights in it. And it lasts a really long time. It's got little wire handles on the top, so you can pull it up, and the light turns on, and you come, and the light goes off. Nice. It's very bright, but you can hang it somewhere, or you can carry it around with you. But I have one by the downstairs. Wherever goes out, I just pop it open, and I can see just fine. I mean, it's bright enough. So uh, that's a nice one. Another one, a friend of mine bought me from Harbor Freight. It's a little uh, lantern with a crank generator. Hmm. LED bulbs in there. I noticed when I crank this thing, it gets bright and then it gets dim pretty pretty quick. But it stays dim a really long friggin' time. Uh, it, it's like, wow. So if you don't need a lot of light and batteries you've got this little hand crank if you don't mind cranking it up every once in a while alternative but uh, uh if it's me and uh, what i'm doing upper george i'm but gonna have can... to interrupt yeah. you because it's get sounding very garbled and i'm i'm at full strength here so you may want to maybe tilt your head 45 degrees to the left and stand on one leg for us <laughs> i'm just oh, kidding okay let's see here i mean because my signal's dropping out. I've got one bar here. Okay. I can hear you, but I'm okay, going to stop go. you if I can't, just like you will do to me. 
I've got three bars. I should sound better right now. Okay, you sound great now. Great now. I just didn't want people to miss out on all the valuable things you're saying. So uh, I was talking about uh, the, the, the light source that I prefer when, I'm, when I have to use headlamp. But um, inexpensive, have brighter powers. It just depends on what you have It's still cutting out. We're, we're still cutting out here. Okay. because I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah, I'm looking at. Okay. But, uh, 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 let's just anyway. keep going. Yep. Okay. But the uh, headlamps, um, mag light, uh, they're a little bit more expensive, but you know, you can also use that for self defense if you've got like a two, you know, these batteries, batteries. And we used to use those, when, you know, patrol around, around like the motor pool, and nobody was, yeah, they'll go steal. But, uh, you know, the, the, the <clears throat> people were called Olight. And I don't have any per se, but people that I watch from time to time on YouTube and other places be a bad word. Uh, really like the Olight, the quality and everything. You want to spend on the flashlight, but I've got some. I keep several in my in my truck, and several in the house. And then, of course, there's you can put on a weapon, well, shotgun, whatever. <laughs> and that's not something. I mean, you may want to walk around the house with it, but hopefully, you won't won't want to eat it. But it's, it's kind of nice to have, have. if if you know. But uh, uh, so, what kind of lights do you like? You prefer like you have them in your purse because they have pen lights and all kind of neat little. I uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I can hear you. Okay, great. Because it's going in and out, so I want to apologize a little bit here. Um, I do have reception. Something's going on wonky today. Um, I have a, I have flashlights everywhere, George. I, I used to live with a police officer, so <laughs> I have a. Uh, I have flashlights pretty much everywhere and uh, all sorts of fun gadgets and things everywhere. But the little mag lights, that's what I have. Um, They're very bright and they serve wonderful in power outages. You can actually, um, you know, they they kind of shift back and forth and you can uh, literally use them as a lamp if you need to. Right. Right. So you can buy packages of these things. And uh, for the audience, you can look forward to uh, we, we will be recommending um, some products like uh, George just talked about Olight and um, we'll be putting some things up on the uh, website as we move along with this. When the actual survival part, uh, home survival is complete, we'll also publish the PDF that George has so kindly prepared for all of us. I'm sorry. So go ahead, George. Thank you. So, what I add is, um, you know, a lot of people like the, like they call them hurricane lamps, but it's just basically an oil lamp. And it, it, if you don't want to have to worry about batteries, when you lamp fuel or lamp oil, but you want to use oil as opposed to citronella oil in your house. Right. Because citronella oil is meant to be used outside and the fumes can be toxic. So uh, ideally, we want to burn that outside instead of burning it inside. 
and because you can see the black smoke coming off of it and it kind of gives you a big hint that hey maybe this isn't something that i want me or my family and uh, and that's help you just like with, with right <laughs> you don't want that uh, no, I hope people no. could hear that. It was a little bit garbled, but George was talking about do not burn citronella oil in an oil lamp in your house. You don't want to do that. Obviously, citronella should always be outside. George, just real quick, I have a, uh, I have a home, um, I have a fireplace that's standalone in my home, um, which I bought with me from the last place I lived in when I got the hell out of Hollywood. Um, it was a, it's a standalone fireplace and it uses a very clean, uh, ethanol type of oil that you safe to burn inside. I believe the company who makes it is called like Planica, but it's only made for my unit. So like, don't go out and buy this for your lamp. Um, but there's, there's units out there that are standalone fireplaces for your home, meaning you don't have to install it. Um, and there, there, there's different, you know, sizes, shapes, and affordability of these things. You know, they could be thousands of dollars, which who has that money to spend right now? Or right. Um, who, want, who wants to spend that kind of money unless you're just a, I don't know, I'm not going to go there. But um, yeah. <laughs> there, there's units for like, you know, two, three, four, five hundred 500 bucks. So if you're in a remote area and you don't have, you know, your power goes out, you do want to be able to have a fire if you want if you can have a fire in your home that's safe uh, with safe clean burning fuel and obviously use what's recommended i have one of those units that's like the last resort before i have to go to the woods and build a fire underground which you're you've been teaching us how to so yes yeah. yes okay well uh, that uh, uh, that's something i've cool so i learned something oh i'll send too. you a photo let me send you a picture of that when, when yeah. we're done. And it's, it, I'll take a picture of the fuel for you too. And I'll also post it up for the, uh, for the audience on the website so that they too can see what it is that I'm talking about. And there's different units that they could, they could purchase. So go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. yeah that, that comes in handy because, you know, if, if um, like for instance, I just, this house, unfortunately, it had a wood burning. Stuff. So it's like a when front, Fire break inside and boom, it, it just it, stay, it keeps the hot the house, including upstairs. Thing else, yes, throughout because the central heat and air is out, keeps the whole freaking house warm. That was a supply of wood, and fortunately, there was a big pile of left here, so I've got plenty of you know, it's uh, it's kind of a pain, and not everybody wants to mess with you know the the ash or the, you know, the, the earth or whatever from the firewood and starting the fire and all that kind of stuff and then cleaning it out. But it's, it's really nice to have if you don't mind. And I prefer it to gas, but gas is a cleaner. Um, so if you've got a gas, you know, that's typically going to stay good if there's just, so that's a light source. So why not? Right. But but another another thing on the list number four is uh and, and yes we, yes you know, talked about what in uh, the phones don't service goes out Wi Fi electricity you know so there's no TV anything nice to have some kind of information so uh, one of the ways that you know you can get that is with an and the one I've got, and I have no idea what brand it is, but it's really different methods to power it. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
switch that you it's like I've got batteries in it and and it runs off the batteries. Got a little solar panel. You can put it on solar and it'll run on solar power. And it's also got a hand crank. The neat thing about the hand crank is you can charge your cell phone with it. So you plug in the cable you have or device you want to charge and you just, you know, manually then it will give it a little bit of power. Great. But, uh, <clears throat> which for no weather, uh, ideally you'd want weather updates, especially here in the middle of a, you know, weather problems with kind of four tornadoes. And obviously there's the fires in Colorado that did a lot of devastation. Before that, there were tornadoes here in Kentucky and all that. Have we're we're still having some. We're still having. Down. It's still cutting out, George. I so apologize to have to interrupt you like this, but I don't want the audience to get frustrated. Um, do you want to try reconnecting? Maybe that might work. We can try. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I I just want to let you keep going. I don't want to have to reconnect. So let's just keep going. We'll keep going. Maybe we'll do okay. a shorter episode this time so that the uh, we don't lose too much more information. Okay. Um, one of the one of the, uh, other options got some uh, two-way radios, some of the ISO radios, whatever brand. You, some of those can pick up in the paperwork. Some of those can. So you may already have uh, a sense radio if you look at your handheld radios, you have your little walkie-talkies. And then, of course, they have uh, radios. Yeah. It's pretty short for amateur. Mm-hmm. But you you have a ham radio, don't you? Yep, I've got my license, too. I had to learn that and pass that test. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was that's one thing. And, and uh, to legally transmit over ham got a license, but you can't transmit without a license so keep that in you know if you want to be legal i have a license and and all that kind of stuff but yeah and you don't want to be you don't want to be using it without one because that's just the last thing you need in these times but go ahead yeah anything that you've ever had one uh Oh yeah. During the fires. I've been in multiple fires and I lived with a, uh, I was married to a storm chaser. So you can just imagine how helpful the, uh, the ham radios have always been. Um, I have, I, I, I did not actually broadcast when I was look, listening for information. It was very useful to hear what people were saying in the area on their radios, um, knowing what roads were closed because our cell service was down. Our electricity was out um, there were no lights on the road to get anywhere, so right. I kept I stayed uh, I stayed tuned into that to make sure that I was avoiding you know the flames of fury that I had to run from. Um, very useful, very useful thing to have. It was recommended to me actually by uh, Sergeant Fanning. He told me, "Delara, go get your uh, go get your ham radio and go get your ham license because there's some shit that's going to go down." <laughs> boy, yeah. boy, was he right. So mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think the range on a handheld would be? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you at all. What is it? Uh, I said, do you think? Do you think the range? 
old ham radio would be worth the trouble. Uh, I think that the base unit uh, antennas can can you know pick up information way, but if you're in a situation like you're talking about where and, and they're trying to figure out you know where the fires are headed and all that kind of stuff, you think a handheld would work almost as well as a base? Oh, unit? it does. The new ones work great. Yeah, I have okay. a. I think it's a Yesu or something like that. Um, I okay. I didn't get a really cheapy one. I got a really nice one because I didn't want to have a base. And right. um, the handhelds, the the newer ones that are, you know, as you spend, you, you get what you pay for every single time. I mean, that's just life. Um, right. You don't have to go out and, you know, go crazy, but don't get something super cheap and don't spend, don't, you know, get something in the middle at least, um, at right. least a, cup, a couple hundred bucks. Um, don't get one yeah. for like 50. You could listen on something like that, but you don't know how far it's going to go or how, when it's going to break. Um, the Japanese-made Yesu, I believe it's Japanese-made, is is pretty damn good. Um, and I've been able to hear it when I was, you know, the last time that it was really useful, honestly. I was out in the middle of nowhere hiking some time ago, um, not not that long ago. And uh, I noticed some flames in the hills. And I'm like, this can't be happening to me. I was just like, <laughs> like this is not happening. Well, guess what? Oh, it was shoot. happening. And there was a fire and it looked like, you know, George, that day, it looked like an airplane had actually started that friggin' fire. I actually saw a little airplane go over a hill and then all of a sudden that hill was on fire. Okay. That was not normal. I'm like, well, here, here we are. I'm in Cabal Central. Um, th- this was during, this was a couple of years ago. I believe it was like a year and a half ago. And it's stopped since. Uh, they've stopped a lot of that activity since. And I know David Nunes in our state, just real quick aside, um, who's going to be in charge of POTUS, POTUS's new uh, Truth Social, by the way, which is really interesting. David Nunes is from our state. He's a, a congressman from our state. He will be, um, he said, no more fires. He made a statement and he said, no more fires. And ever since then, there hasn't been a fire. Thank God, knock on wood. But I was on the ham radio that day listening to what other people were saying. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's a fire. I'm like, okay, great. So I was hustling back. I mean, I was running back. It was me and this girl in the middle of nowhere. Thank God we had each other. But yeah, the ham radio has saved my ass a few times already. So absolutely necessary to have one, I believe. Good deal. That's good to know. Uh, with you know, several reviews, you can look, um, you know, at your favorite uh, instructions on what they recommend. And, you know, if you want to get started and learn more about it, but they can't hear on a podcast. Yep. The next, the next topic is power sources. And obviously, you know, batteries. Uh, I've got regular batteries and rechargeable batteries with the... Uh, so I can, you know... Just don't as long as a good... You know, uh, you know, whether it's a Duracell energizer or whatever, the good batteries, they don't last as long, but they'll work for, you know, remotes and stuff like that that don't use power a lot. But... Um, uh, like generators, there's, there's a lot of different kind of generators now. Uh, some people have whole house generators hooked up, which are nice because if power goes out, the emergency generator automatically kicks in. I see. It's like Generac and some of the companies sell those. And a lot of them. And, but, you know, they don't install them and teach you how to use them. They want you to pay them to come out and maintain them and all that. Uh, sometimes it might be worth just having your own generator that you can hook. Then there's 
lot of hardware stores. So your food doesn't go bad. You can have it to sit just to power and free, you know, refrigerator freezer combo. And that, as long as you get a generator that can do that, you know, that's big enough to power that refrigerator, but then keep them, you know, the gasoline or whatever your, your diesel runs or your generator runs on. Uh, um, uh, a power bank. And this, I'm, I'm not talking about a solar power bank because if you've any, you know, I'm sure solar California, but not some, uh, they don't, you know, get as much sunlight. Regular solar battery bank is a bunch of, looks like car batteries and, you know, the wires and it goes to like, uh, I forget the name of the controls. It powers going to each battery and then you pull off of it, you know, you gadgets and stuff. But the point I'm trying to make is batteries to keep them somewhere safe so the fumes aren't coming into the house like from underneath upwards or whatever but uh it's like a, a difference they're not much bigger than like a cell phone in terms of size other than thickness bigger but you can charge them up you can your laptop or whatever one of them and it just charges it like a regular battery when you need it you put charger into it or whatever else you want to charge your iPhone and um, so if you use a charging there's no power they're nice to have if nothing else if your vehicle if you have access to the vehicle and it runs you can always go out and plug it into the uh, the vehicle uh, some of the I don't know about some of the vehicles but some vehicles didn't have um, like a cigarette lighter that works um, so I had to hook up a power inverter and uh, I was going to get to that. I have one. Yeah. <laughs> I have two. I, yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They come in handy because send a USB port, cigarette lighter, you, um, you know, smaller appliance depends on the power inverter, but 400 Watts worth, you know, yep. a lot of power and you can power whatever it is, uh, you know, just plugging it into your vehicle. So you can charge some stuff using a vehicle. And, I mean, you can have them. I mean, you just have one. They have, it connects directly to the battery with the little cables. Just make sure, you know, you keep the colors right. You don't want to mix the colors up. <laughs> Remember, red's positive, black is negative. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I, those, um, have come in, those have come in very handy, by the way. I've, I have a couple of those. I have a backup one just in case, but what he's talking about folks is basically like it's able to convert the power in your car. So you can actually, you know, plug it into whatever it is, your USB or your uh, cigarette lighter is what George was referring to in case it was, it was, I'm just repeating this because it was a little garbled. That's the only reason I'm repeating it, George. So forgive me. And these power inverters, you can look them up anywhere. Um, They are, you're able to plug in a regular power cord to it. Just, you know, don't be operating a power saw with it. Obviously it's not going to work, but um, a lower voltage device, it will power up small appliances, just like George is saying. And I, it, it saved my butt in mudslides where I was on the road for three, st- I was stuck in a mudslide for three days, three days. The only thing I had was that inverter. Wow. Anyway, oh, I'm national disaster queen here, but go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, and, uh, it, you know, if you, you ask a trucker, because I mean, they've got, got pretty neat setups in a lot of these trucks where they have like a coffee maker. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. So oh, I big, grew up with, uh, yeah, I grew up with big rigs picking me up from school at lunchtime. So I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got one power bank that's actually solar, solar powered, and uh, you may have seen ads or some, some, some like that, and you pay for so many. But I mean, if if you got plenty of sunlight, you can just stick it out. You know, if you need your cell phone and it's you know running down, you get low on power, stick it out in the sun. While you're doing other stuff, it takes a little while. I have those too. Yeah. Just, you know, things like that come in. The thing in terms of power source, okay, if the electricity's out and uh, plug it out and plug it into your vehicle to cook, how are you going to cook? Uh, in your in your home, or at least near your home, uh, I'd recommend um, fuel, even if it's camp. Uh, recommend just cooking outside, but you can take uh, you can take your uh, charcoal or gas grill and put a if you've got a grill and that'll heat up water. Just make sure that the the pans that you use for cooking outdoor, I mean old. Teflon coated stuff, but you don't know, buy Teflon. Throw out your Teflon. Yeah. Teflon is terrible for you. It poisons you, and it actually kills you. It causes cancer. Yeah, well, that, that's a uh, that's a good testimony. <laughs> yeah, <we> don't <laughs> stay away from Teflon. But uh, you know, like the stuff, camping or stuff like, and cook set. I just you know, mm-hmm. not use them for situations like that. And they work great. It, Most of them are just stainless steel, and they, if you get like uh, flame mark marks on them or whatever, but uh, they work really good for uh, cooking. Uh, I like the some of the smaller stoves. Top. Seen people cook with sterno, all kind of stuff, and then you may have to, you know, make a fire like a campfire outside, whatever. If you got to do that and. Is you can put the pull the uh, uh, what's the grate I guess you would call it in your oven. Yeah. One of the shelves at the wire rack. You know, make a make a stand over the fire, and you know, stand you want it level and it's right on top of the fire. So. But uh, we can we can go in another series like from home survival into vehicle and on foot, and how to the different ways to start fires. But we, we will talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just pull out the lighter fluid and go for it. But uh, I've heated. I've heated water. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say I've heated water using candles before. It works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we used to heat um, on an engine block. And. <laughs> 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 of course you did <laughs> yeah you know it's just you, you 
the thing that I would uh, just, you know, another caution item is uh, do not use to heat your home, period. No, no. Uh, it's not, not just fumes. Uh, he cooked on the grill. He lived in an apartment and it was worried about uh, somebody stealing his charcoal grill. After he ever had gone out, he thought he was sick inside the house. Oh, no. Died. But it, him and his whole family ended up in the hospital. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the fumes. It, just from the... You, the oh, cold. my God. Yeah. So, George, I'm going to have to wrap up this episode today. Only because I don't want to miss... Time. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I didn't uh, interrupt in the middle of some kind of uh, epic, you know, the the thing we're going to need to survive the most. <laughs> so, um, I appreciate you getting through this episode today, and I appreciate everybody out there listening and getting through it with us. So hopefully next week or by the next time we talk, uh, it won't be so choppy. And I know the weather does have something to do with it as well. All right. Well, it's always a God bless. Thank you, George. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for all for listening. God bless. Well, thank you, George, for your information, your delivery, the document you've prepared, which we will be publishing when it's complete. I do put up a blog every Tuesday when we do have Surviving the Storm with George's uh, information and you can find the rest of what we talked about there today. Also, you can look forward to a new series coming up with our favorite Sergeant Mike Fanning, who uh, is going to be talking with me later today, but will be airing the episode on Thursday. This Thursday, you can look forward to it. I'll be announcing that title tomorrow. And tomorrow is Wednesday. I should almost call it Wacky Wednesday, but I'm calling it a fistful of laughs. And tomorrow night... We have a very special guest. I'm not going to announce who it is yet because it's so special (laughs) that I think all of us will be very entertained, surprised, and ready to laugh because if we don't have laughter, we have nothing. So stay tuned for tomorrow night's guest on A Fistful of Truth, uh, which will be A Fistful of Laughs. And the show will go on. The programming is getting settled here. You can find what the different programs are daily. And I do want to announce that I have an amazing guest coming up next week uh, from a blast from the past, one of my dearest clients from his office, but I will not announce that yet either. And uh, we will be talking with someone very special, and you'll be able to hear that episode uh, next week on A Fistful of Truth, and I will be making that announcement uh, later tomorrow evening. So stay tuned for that. And also, I wanted to reach out to everybody who's supporting A Fistful of Truth This podcast is 100% at this moment, fully listener supported, relying on your support in order to continue this daily podcast as well as a daily blog. And I am daily in the Telegram group and channel most of the time, not all of the time, but that's where the uh, amazing admins come in. So a big shout out to all of them who are taking care of the, uh, the people that are coming in and helping guide them because... It's very important to keep the devil out of the temple of your mind. And that's what the devil is after. He's after the temple of your mind. And there's a lot of disinfo and a lot of uh, people steering you wrong out there. But if you go to the Telegram group and the channel, we promise to steer you right. And thank you for everybody who signed up. New supporters 
coming from uh, the live podcast that we did. I have 38 monthly supporters now. And thank you, Maria, for sending people over. And I want to thank all of you that are also donating through PayPal. Some people asked for a Venmo link, so I provided that also in the podcast description. I'm also looking forward to working with a few different uh, sponsor companies that have approached me and I'm talking with them uh, presently. So if you are a Patriot-owned company and you are interested in being featured on A Fistful of Truth and and, uh, working together, please do reach out to me. You can find me on my uh, website at delaraessengill.com and you can fill out a form there. An email will get to me, but that is for uh, a business to business only. So I use the blog for all other communication.blog or the telegram room. You can come over there. All right. You guys have a wonderful week. I'm looking forward to more exciting information and truth from this podcast delivered to you daily. God bless you all. And thank you for listening. Where we go one, we go all. (music) 